Welcome back to another episode of the 24 Seconds Podcast. My name is Arjun. I'm joined by my friend, Jiren, who will now give the 24-second report. In today's episode, Arjun and I will talk about the Mavericks and their current struggles, the on-fire new-look Houston Rockets, and the Nets vs. Wizards game. Before we get into today's discussion, please hit that subscribe button and leave a like for more content. Anyways, getting into today's topic, Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. Jiren, they're on a six-game losing streak. They lost last night um, to a Devin Booker buzzer, uh, game winner. It wasn't a buzzer beater. It was a game winner. Um, what are your thoughts on them so far? Look, man, heading into the season, we all knew this would be a hit or miss team because if Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis aren't playing well, they were going to be struggling. Recently, we've seen that that's not the case because their duo in Kristaps Porzingis and Luka Doncic – are not really playing too well when they're together. The Mavericks are on a huge losing streak, and that losing streak essentially started around the time Kristaps Porzingis came back. They're currently on a, Arju, is it a six or seven game losing streak? I, I believe it's six, but I can just check it out. Here, I, I actually just pulled up their schedule in front of me. They've lost two games in a row to the Suns, two games in a row to the Jazz, and then to the Nuggets and Houston Rockets. So that's six games in a row. And it is fair to note that these are really good teams. You know, the Phoenix Suns, Utah Jazz, Denver Nuggets, and Houston Rockets. But they should definitely be concerned because of the fact that they're in the negative right now. Their current record is 8. They're 13th in the Western Conference, and they're 8-13. and 13. That's very concerning. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, like, really surprised with, like, this poor of a start. Like, Obviously, this roster is not built to win a championship. There's a lot of conversations about them trading for that third star, you know. There's reports about them potentially trading for Buddy Heels, reports about them potentially trading for um, Victor Aldipo, Nikola Vucevic. There, there's a bunch of rumors about them trying to acquire a third star. But, but we knew at the time that they would be better than 8-13, and 13, what their record is right now. Um, and they're, And it's not like they're just losing, like, games they're losing home games as well and i understand that there's no fans in the nba this season but like when teams come to your home court you need to be able to win those games at home um and if if you look at the breakdown of their wins and losses at home they've they have you know they've won two games they've lost six but on the road they're actually playing better they've won six and that was something that I, i thought was really interesting yeah, I mean, I guess my question to you for a follow up would be: Do you think? Do you think? Do you think like Luca and and the Mavericks are are should be like concerned right now, like heavily? Like, do you think there is cause for concern? I think there is cause for concern, but from my perspective, this is from my eyes. I think it's like mildly concerning. They haven't had um, a long stretch where the full team is healthy. Yes, Porzingis is back and. That essentially means their two best players are there in Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. But they've had Maxi Kleber out for a while. They had him yesterday, but he was on a 20-minute uh, minute restriction. And they also had a bunch of games where Josh Richardson was out. Those are technically their four best players. So when all of them, one of them is out, two of them are out, two of them are back. It's it's like they don't have a chance to get into the flow. And that for those reasons, I'm mildly concerned because I still think they're going to make the playoffs at the end of the day. They're going to go like second round max. They're probably going to be a first round exit. And heading into the season, that's what the expectations were for this team. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just also thinking about Luca this season. You know, his his three point shooting really hasn't been good this year. But he is in terms of like actually shooting 
the ball from the field. He, his field goal percentage is higher, but his three-point shot just hasn't been falling this year. And so I expect that to kind of change. It's just I, – I think I agree with you. Like, it's mildly concerning, you know. We're a sixth of the way in the NBA season, which because it's such a shortened season, it matters. Um, and so I, I thought that was really interesting. I mean, they played 21 games out of, what is it, 72? So – Actually, it might be a little bit more than just a sixth of a way through the season at this point. Uh, yeah, I think I think what you said was important to know, in, especially in a season like this, every game matters. But yeah, we, we both still think they, they could potentially turn around. At least I do. But now let's go into another team in the Western Conference that is quite on the opposite run of form compared to the Dallas Mavericks. Like we said, the Dallas Mavericks are on a six-game losing streak, but the Houston Rockets are on a really long winning streak. Arju, talk to me about this new-look Mavericks and the new-look Rockets, I mean, and why they're doing so well. Yeah, they're on a six-game win streak, so they're kind of the exact opposite of the Mavericks right now. They started the season 3-9, and nine, or uh, my bad, 4-9, and nine, and now they're, they're up to 10-9. and nine. They're ninth seed right now in the Western Conference. Um, you have the Spurs and the Blazers. Uh, the Spurs are the 10th seed, and the Blazers are the 8th seed with the Warriors as 7th seed. Now, we know that the Blazers are going to drop a little bit because of all their injuries. Um but, I mean, this Rockets team has been impressive. They've been playing with grit and grind. They've been the best team defensively since VO got there. Um, and it's it's crazy to think about how much of an impact Victor Aldipo has already had in his short time there. Like, he has played some really good basketball, and he's he's looked good on both ends of the floor. And you can definitely see, like, this team, this team's chemistry when they play on the floor together. Like, you can tell that they're playing for each other, and, and I think that's really nice to see. Um, and he also uh, he he turned their record to a positive, like you said. They were four and nine, and now they're ten and nine. They're moving up the ranks in the Western Conference, and in, in such a tough conference, that's what they're going to need. They're currently the ninth seed, and all the teams above them are actually likely to stay up there. Maybe the Grizzlies and Warriors are eventually going to drop a little, but these are all teams, especially in the Western Conference, where you need every win you can get. Yeah, and I, I just want to add, like. Like, it looks like all of them are having fun. Like, they're all putting their egos aside, you know. There's no sense of, like, oh, I'm the star, so I need to get the ball X amount of times. Like, it seems like they want to play with each other and for each other. And that's just so powerful. I remember that we were talking about when, you know, they started the season, what was it, two and three? Or when Victor Oladipo got traded there and they started two and three. Everyone or oh well, it was like a bad record, and people were like, "Oh, this trade's not going to work." Blah blah blah. This trade was bad. Blah blah blah. You need to wait. Like you need chemistry is so important in the NBA. Like people don't give enough credit to that. I mean, look at look at the Nets right now. You know, and I know we're going to talk about them in a little bit, but even though they they're like putting up points and and everything like that, defensively their chemistry is just bad, and so like. I think we need to start giving more of a more respect to, to teams when they make like these big trades and give them more time to like gel. Because if we had given up on the Rockets like before they went on this win streak, we would look really stupid. I agree. Chemistry is so important in every sport. And I know this is primarily a basketball podcast, but you can see it in other sports too. Like in soccer, there's a really good team called um, Chelsea. And they bought nine really, really good players over the summer. No, not nine. I believe it's six or seven players over the summer. And it's not working out for them this season. 
you need chemistry. You need time to gel in and learn each other's habits on the court so that you can excel together. It's not just like talent plus talent doesn't always equal success. Yeah, and, and just, you know, since it is Super Bowl week, you know, you brought up a good point with soccer. With football, I mean, the, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers started the season kind of poorly. Like, they were playing – And look at where they are yeah, now. Yeah, they were playing very inconsistently. Tom Brady didn't look like he was getting it to the receivers and – and you look now, and they're in the Super Bowl. And so we got to stop writing off teams way too early, man. Like, sports media has this tendency to just jump on a trend and just ride with it. But we got to start – we got to be patient, you know, as, as actual NBA fans. So that's just something Definitely. that I've noticed. And, Arju, I don't know if you remember, but when the James Harden happened, a trade happened, right, and we were recording, you asked me, do you think it's going to work out in Houston? And what did I say? I said – it could work out if they let it work out, right? Yeah. And that's what's happening. Victor, There was an initial, initial reports that Victor Oladipo wasn't happy that he got traded to Houston and that he still wanted to find a way to Miami. There were reports of that right after the trade. And so because of that, I said Victor Oladipo has to let himself stay in Houston first and give it a chance. And that's exactly what he's doing. He's playing at a near all-star level, and they're 6-0 and ever since he got there. Yeah, I mean – you know, good good for him for giving it a chance. It actually looks like he's having fun playing basketball. And there was something that he said the other day that, that really, like, that really touched me. Um, he, he was talking about, like, like how he felt as though people were just giving up on him. Like, with all the injuries that he's been through and everything like that, yeah, I think the exact quote was, people keep quitting on me. Like, they just don't end up caring. And I was like, damn, dude, like as an athlete, you know, you, you work so hard. And Victor Aldipo yeah, I remember works that. hard. Victor Aldipo works really hard. And just hearing that from him just goes to show, like, just goes to show, like, even even when you think you're working so hard, like sometimes people, regardless of how hard you work, won't believe in you. And it, and it's nice to see that now he, he feels as though he's surrounded by a team that, like, believes in him and, and, and knows, like, you know, like if we play good, if we play team basketball, like we can go far. That was after uh, one of those games where he did really well and they won, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. One of the, inter- yeah, the interviewers asked him that. I remember that. That's definitely, that's definitely true. And that's so important because mentality is everything in sports. If you're not in the right mindset, you're probably not going to play well, even if you're a really good player. And so to see Victor Oladipo in a good mindset is translating on the court. But now, Arju, I think that's enough talk for the Houston Rockets. So we're very impressed by them, and we hope they can keep it up. But now let's go into a specific game. We're not going to just talk about the Nets or just the Wizards, but we're going to talk about the game that they had together. They had a game the other day where the, the Brooklyn Nets were up five with a couple of seconds left, and Bradley Beal hit a three to make it a two-point game. And then Garrison Matthews stole the ball off Joe Harris, gave it to Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook makes the game-winning three-pointer. And it was just... To see the Washington Wizards literally out of nowhere because obviously they've been struggling. To see them struggle against so many teams and then out of nowhere beat the Brooklyn Nets was so good to see because out of nowhere it just looked like they had so much chemistry and fluidity together on the court. Yeah, and, I, you know, if if I'm the Washington Wizards of like fan, I'm hoping that this leads to more wins. I mean, they're 4-12, and 12, like – that must be such a relief. And of everyone had the Brooklyn Nets winning that night because of the current run of form that the Washington Wizards are in. So it just 
especially in this season, you can never know who's going to win a game. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and in terms of like who they're playing next, so they're playing they're playing the Trailblazers tonight. It's February second, so tonight, as in February second, they're playing the Heat tomorrow, February. 3rd. Yeah, they play us tomorrow, and then they're playing the Heat again on February fifth, and then they play the Hornets on the seventh, and so that that's their next four games. Like, you know, I can I can see them from going anywhere from zero and four to like three and three one. and one. Like, uh, it's really rare to win back back to back games. Um, and so I'm not going to say they're going to go four and zero, but they can go anywhere from zero and four to three and one. I think. Yeah, that's definitely fair. That's definitely fair. And did you see what uh, Washington, not Washington, what Westbrook said after the game? He said, "I've been playing on one leg this whole time. I finally have both my legs back." If if I'm a Washington fan, I am relieved to hear that. Yeah, I mean that's that's a game changer because healthy Russell Westbrook is is different. He had 41 points in that game including that game, you know, that that game-winning three. And so very, very, uh, very good signs if, if I'm a Wizards fan. But let's let's kind of talk a little bit about the Nets. I feel like we're not, you know, we're not getting into the f- their issues as a team. The fact that they gave up 147 points to this specific Washington Wizards team is quite concerning. We've said it numerous times on this podcast. We both believe that they need to make a trade before the deadline for a big man or just another key defensive piece because as currently constructed, Arjun and I don't really believe that the Nets can make it to the finals. I personally don't think they can win the finals with this roster because in the playoffs, you if you're giving up 147 points to the Brooklyn uh, to the Washington Wizards, how many points are you going to give up to the 76ers? to the Miami Heat, to the Boston Celtics, to the Lakers, to the Clippers. It's very concerning. Yeah. I'm, to the Bucks. I mean, I agree. I, and also, I, I was I was going through Twitter the other day, and NBA Twitter said that they're on pace to have the, the best offensive season of any team, but also the worst offensive uh, defensive season of any team. And so it's so crazy how, on one end, in terms of the numbers, they're the best offensive team that we've seen of all time. But in terms of, in terms of defense, they're the worst defensive team that we've seen all time, and so that 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 really struck out to me because I don't think I don't think a team that's constructed like that can can win a championship. I don't. They need to trade for a piece, a, a defensive piece of the deadline. Or I I've been saying for a big man because DeAndre Jordan is is not. He he's more of a back backup big man at this point in his career to me. Yeah, and also there's a lot of questions about his effort. Like just plain and simple, there's a lot of questions about his effort on the basketball court. And so there there is a lot of rumblings about Drummond, you know, not staying with the Cavs past trade deadline and him going to the Nets. And so I think that's going to be interesting to see where he ends up. The likelihood, and I'm not saying it's going to happen or it's not going to happen, but what's the likelihood that Cleveland buys out Drummond in that contract? Yeah, I, I mean, I have no idea. And and here's the thing with Drummond, like, even if they do get Drummond, you know, are they all willing to put aside their egos and play team basketball, right? I mean... They better if they want to win the championship. You need you need chemistry, as we've seen with the Los Angeles Lakers, to win a championship. That team is like a family. Yeah, you have to put your ego aside. Like it's just like what we talked about with the Rockets. The Rockets put their ego aside. They're playing some of the best basketball of their career. Can the Nets do that? Can you do can you do that when you have Kevin Durant who is complaining, you know, after he left Golden State, he was there was some reports about him complaining to Draymond Green about Steph Curry, blah, blah, blah. 
you, you know, then you have Kyrie, who we we know what he's been up to. Um, and then you have James Harden, who tried to force his way out of Houston, and he did it a really bad way. It wasn't the right way to do it. I don't blame him for not wanting to stay, but it was a really bad way to do it. And so my, I, I think it's a concern. I think can, can they put their egos aside to play championship winning basketball? Yeah. And so, guys, that is some stuff we wanted to talk about. We felt that we had to talk about the Dallas Mavericks and their current struggles, the hot run of form that the Rockets have been in, and that interesting game between the Nets and Wizards. But now we're going to move into our 24-second Q&A where Arju and I, for those who are new, ask each other a question, and we each have 24 seconds to answer it. Arju, fire up. Ask me a question. So my question to you, we talked about Victor Aldipo. My question to you is, do you think Victor Aldipo ends up re-signing with the Houston Rockets? And if not, where do you think he ends up? I don't know where he would end up, but I can't see him staying at the Houston Rockets past this summer. He might even get dealt by the deadline. We don't know about that, but he's a free agent this summer, and I can't see him re-signing there. Okay, so my question is, there were reports today that Bradley Beal said he wants to stay the Washington Wizards. In your eyes, what what is the likelihood that Bradley Beal is on the Washington Wizards for the rest of the season until he's a free agent? For the rest of the season, I think I think he will be on the on the team for the rest of the season. He doesn't become a free agent until not the end of this year, but but next year. Um, I think he'll stay for this entire season, and, and then I think they'll consider trading him in the off season um, and actually focus on a rebuild. I mean, good for Bradley Beal. I mean, I, I hate to see his his career kind of go to waste, but the fact that he's remaining loyal to Washington is nice to see. Kind of reminds me of this the shit that you know Dame Dame goes through too. I mean, if if Bradley Beal wants to be loyal. He kind of represents like that Eastern Conference version of of, of loyalty because he's been on the Wizards now for what seven or eight years, nine years, and so good good for him, man, good for him. I think that might have been a little over twenty four seconds, but you had the right answer. I, I I think that's also what I believe because um he's he's just a loyal guy and he wants to let this thing work out. And I just I. I feel like he doesn't ever want to request a trade. Like, he doesn't want that on his career. Yeah, I mean, everyone wants to be, you know, like the Dirks, the Kobe's, and just stay on one team your entire life. But, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the 24 Seconds Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll catch you next time. Peace.